everyone, this is Larry from WSTrades.com. This podcast is about trading stocks and stock options. Any information in these podcasts should not be construed as advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Hey everyone, it's Larry from WSTrades.com doing the weekly update podcast. And before I go over my trades, um, I know last week I said I was going to try out the uh, visual podcast over on uh, Anchor that uploads the video to Spotify and um, I want to see kind of how that worked. If everyone liked it, um, didn't get any feedback as to, you know, if they liked it, if I was being descriptive enough. So uh, not going to do that for the podcast anymore. And the only reason is because um, they don't pay. So we have an Anchor sponsor Uh, for the podcast but if you do the video then they don't let you uh, add ads to it so it's like you know why would I just take away the you know small amount of money that they're paying me to to advertise on the the podcast anyway so what I'm going to do is record the videos and if it's something that you know you can see visually um, I'll upload it to YouTube if it's just a topic that you know like today it's not real visual so I'm not going to upload the uh, the video on that but anything that you know, I do have a video going with it. I'll let you guys know in the podcast beforehand. Um, and then you guys can head over. I'll leave the link in the description uh, for the YouTube channel. All right, so let's go over my trades from last week. So I ended up closing out. Uh, this is Monday. Closed out my position on C for a 2.62% return. Uh, same day, Monday, I got in or I sold my JNPR shares for a 0.14% gain. Uh, they just weren't moving like I wanted them to, and I'm still, you know, bearish on the market. So if things aren't pumping right when I get into it, I'm usually just getting out. So got up for a very tiny gain. Uh, FTDR was a good one. I went long on Monday, closes out on Tuesday for a 1.5% gain. Groupon, I was finally able to get out of Groupon, and I'll probably trade them quite a bit because I text James that day. Uh, I believe this was Tuesday or Wednesday, and I told him, dude, I guarantee you uh, Groupon pumps 3 to 5% today because they just they were trading this perfect little channel, and they're at the, the lower part of it, and they ended up doing it, uh, pumped like 5% that day. So I ended up closing out my shares of Groupon at a 1.33% gain. I uh, went long shares of EB. They had really strong support at $13. Uh, every time they'd come down and hit that, they make a nice move higher towards uh, $14, $15, even $16. So I didn't wait for confirmation. I should have because I ended up closing the position on, um, what is this, Thursday uh, for a 3.3% loss. Um, Procter & Gamble, that's a good one. Ticker symbol PG. I got into and sold the very next day for a 3% gain. Um, INDA. I went long shares there, and as soon as the market started dumping, I was like, nah, I'm getting out of this. I uh, got out for a gain, but it was a 0.3% gain, but it's just with the market selling off how hard they were, I, I wasn't interested in holding uh, any any long shares. Um, and the only other opening closing trades I had was TECS, which is a leveraged uh, inverse tech stock ETF. So on Thursday... Uh, they were just pumping. They were up, I believe, 3% when I got in. 
and I was like, nah, it's this, everything's still selling off. I'm going to go long, uh, this inverse ETF and ended up just doing a real quick day trade, uh, held for about an hour. It looks like, and closed up for a 1.3% gain. Uh, I also went long shares of HTA, TIP and MMM. I'm still, still long those, uh, through the weekend. So I'm down on all of them. Uh, with the market selling off how hard it was, but I'm not at a point where I think they're going to sell uh, too much lower and hit a stop level. So um, we'll see. I think after the, the past two days in the market, we're probably going to see a little bit of a rebound. I'm still super bearish on the market as a whole. Uh, but I, you know, I think there's going to be at least a little bit of consolidation, people stepping in thinking, you know, everything's at a good price or a decent price at least. And, you know, people start buying in and we'll see some price prices raising at least short term in my opinion. Um, the, yeah. So those are all my trades. Um, and the topic I wanted to go over kind of off. I've thought about this topic a few times and just never really did anything. And, uh, finally had an encounter this weekend with, uh, one of these guys so I want to talk about fake gurus and how to uh, spot them and how to kind of shield yourself in case you get in a situation uh, where you end up, you know, trying to follow one of these guys. So actually it wasn't this weekend, it was this week, but anyways, uh, I was on a stock trading website uh, forum and I noticed that this forum, you can show your P&L, you can hook your accounts up to it and uh, if you want, you can show everyone your PL. So in this forum, you, there's uh, paid subscriptions you can do. So I was like, just looking through all of them. And I'm like, wait, none of these paid subscriptions show their PL on anything. They don't have any accounts tied to it. And at first I was like, okay, well, maybe it's because they don't want anyone, you know, if you're paying them for picks, then, you know, they don't want you seeing what they're long or short, you know, whatever their pick was. Uh, because, you know, then you wouldn't have to buy the service. But then I thought, okay, well, they could always just open up a, you know, a smaller account or whatever, just to show that, you know, they actually know what they're doing. Their picks are okay. So ended up, uh, kind of looking through some people and saw this one guy and he was just one of the things <laughs> that, you know, a fake guru, they are just all about the flash and they're, you know, showing you everything they own and, uh, you know, my car's worth this much and you know, whatever, just that type of person, just, just a braggart. So I was like, Oh, this guy seems like a D bag. So, you know, looking through some of his stuff, he's got some stock picks. Uh, he does options trading primarily. So looking through some of his picks and I'm like, man, this doesn't not adding up. Like he's saying he's winning these trades, but you know, I can look at the options pricing and you know, that it doesn't seem like it's adding up. But I'm thinking in my head, okay, I'm maybe I'm tripping. So look through some of this stuff. Uh, next morning, he has a call out, says that the certain ticker is going to jump. I believe it was like four percent that day. I think it was Thursday. He called it out, and I responded. I was like, "Oh boy!" And that's all I said. He proceeds to tell me he's going to embarrass me, and no, I'm not going to name the name. He doesn't need any more publicity. He's luckily he's not big like. I guarantee no one's even heard of the dude. Uh, per, anyways, proceeds to tell me he's going to embarrass me. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go. <laughs> you you want to poke? Let's go, man. 
And so I go to respond and boom, he instantly blocked me after he told me he was going to embarrass me. So I was like, oh man, that's another thing. Fake gurus are thin skinned as hell. If you point out something, you know, if they had a bad trade, then, or a, you know, a bad call out and you point it out that, you know, insta block. Well, that's fake guru type crap because you'll always see these fake gurus. They only post their winning trades. And if you see this guy's stuff, that's all it is. And even BS is about it. Like he posted some uh, pricing that he got in and some options. And then like five minutes later said, you know, these options are up, you know, whatever it was, 80% sell now, or, uh, you can sell now, whatever it was. And I looked at the pricing. I'm like, dude, there's no way you're up that much. You're full of crap. Couldn't respond. Obviously I'm blocked. Um, but I'm just thinking, dude, no one sees this, like how full of crap this dude is. And through the week he would call out or like three days, he would call out a certain ticker and be like, buy calls on this ticker. The thing was tanking all week long, 5% one day, uh, 3% the next day. And he's like, buy calls, buy calls. And then I noticed what he was doing. He was saying, you know, buy this strike price call. And then he'd post later, you know, the next day or whatever and say, uh, these things paid out and it was a totally different strike price. And he kept on like averaging down towards, uh, the price. I'm guessing there were like 30 deltas and he kept on buying at 30 delta every time and he tell you okay well it pumped from you know when we went long this position on this last one that we went long but didn't ever mention how much money he lost buying the other ones when the stock was tanking so it's like that's you know you always have to watch out for people that are flashy just talk about you know what they own and you know how they're better than you because they're rich and that's one of the things why i'm kind of uh takes me off it wasn't that the dude said he'd embarrass me i don't give a crap about that because you know good luck but this dude when anyone would say anything to him it was just instantly just talk crap about how much his you know house is worth your life and you know my car is worth more than your house and you know just being a complete d-bag about it so that's what irritated me why i started looking into you know this guy a little closer and so you know i don't know it's just one of those things you have to watch out for you know anyone that just constantly just acts like a d-bag um never post their losses because anyone that's been trading any amount of time knows you're not gonna you know win them all and you know it's it's just not gonna happen so for someone just to say okay well you know we won on this one we won on this one we won on this one okay well tell us what your losses were like it's you're not a bad trader because you took a loss you're a bad trader if you lose all of it. Like if you're a degenerate gambler and you just go YOLO on, you know, some meme stock. Yeah, you're a bad trader. But, you know, I don't see very many people actually taken seriously that, you know, promote something like that. But, you know, you're telling everyone that you're, you know, you make so much money in the stock market and stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's unrealistic. So like me and James, when we do this podcast, uh, or I'll talk about it at the end uh, over on the website. We're going to start posting, or at least I'm going to post all of my trades. You see them all. Every single one of my trades, you see them. I just told you, you know, I took a fat 3.3% loss on uh, EB. It happens. And and I'm not, I don't consider myself a guru, a, a trading guru, a, you know, a guru at all. I'm not telling you guys anything. I'm not here to sell you anything, period. Like, you guys know, go to the website. Everything's free. 
Um, we assumed, you know, we'd make money off the ads if we get enough people over there or if someone wanted to, uh, hit the donate thing, whatever. I'm not trying to sell you anything. So I don't know. just uh, a little fired up. It's irritating. And there's, you know, it just seems like there's so many gurus out there right now just selling, uh, their picks. And, uh, one thing you can do to check people out is, uh, if you think, you know, well, this guy seems like he's, you know, calling out some good picks, you can check them out by looking at their reviews and just using your own judgment. A lot of them have fake review reviews. Um, this particular D bag that I encountered his reviews, of course, all positive and the terminology just doesn't seem right either. Um, if you've ever seen like fake reviews for books or whatever, where, you know, it's like a very generic, uh, review. It says like, it was the best thing that I buy or something like that. Then, you know, it's, you know, it's a paid, uh, review that, you know, dude went on Fiverr or something like that. Or if they use uh, certain terminology or phrases that the, uh, guru uses a lot, then it's more than likely, like if it's a very specific, not very, uh, commonly used phrase and the reviews you use something like that as well. That's a key sign that it's fake. It's just them posting reviews. Uh, there's another thing you can do is, uh, if they have a website, they obviously, if they're trying to sell you something and don't have a website, I wouldn't really, you know, get into that, but you can go, uh, if they have a website, check out their, their web traffic. There's plenty of free uh, ways to do that. Um, check out their web traffic, see if they're, you know, actually, you know, if they tell you, you know, we got 14 million people that come over here and, uh, we're helping everyone make money, then you can check their web traffic and be like, dude, you had 10 people to your website last night or yesterday. I, I don't think you're telling the truth. So, uh, just want to go over that real quick. Um, let's quickly recap. Um, some usual fake guru stuff is flashy. They're showing you all their stuff. And you know how much they how they made so much money on the stock market, and so if you buy their picks, then you can too. Uh, fake reviews, just look over their reviews. If they don't have reviews, uh, I wouldn't touch it. Um, a lot of people are giving away like free trials, so if you want to uh, try that out, you know I'd suggest that. And there's I don't remember the company, but there's um, certain company you can sign up and they give you kind of like a, a debit card and you can load, uh, and it's a digital debit card. You can load just $1 onto it. So if you go to, if you think something's, you know, might be shady, you can go to that website, put that card number in, and then, you know, it's impossible for them to screw you. Um, I'd suggest doing something like that. If you want to actually try and participate in someone's, uh, free trials. And I, I think, you know, the most important thing is just, you know, kind of use your head. Um, if someone tells you, if you're an actual trader and someone tells you, you know, our win rates 99% or something like that, then, you know, you know, they're full of it because if you've traded, like I said, any amount of time, you know, you're going to take your losses and you know, it happens. It's just part of the game. Uh, you just have to minimize the losses and, you know, make sure your gains are, you know, pulling a little bit more and you'll be fine. But, you know, no one wins 100%. Anyone ever tells you that, tell them to kick rocks. Um, now, I had some website news real quick. And it'll bring me into a couple of tickers I wanted to uh, talk about. 
So if you go over to uh, wstrades.com, I reinstated the trading forum. So just go to the top, you'll see trade forum. Uh, you click on that. And so I had this when we first, first started. So, you know, we had no, no one going to the website. No one knew what we were doing, what we were talking about. So, you know, I ended up just closing it out because we were getting more spam than anything. And I figured now that we're getting uh, quite a bit of traffic because of kind of the coding and uh, people seeing our stuff, um, I'd add it back. So if you go over there, uh, you'll see that there are four topics. You can uh, go to opening trades and post your opening trades. Uh, there's closing trades, post your closing trade and, you know, what the P&L on the trade was. Uh, new trade ideas uh, for anything that, you know, if you're looking at a ticker and you're thinking, man, this is going to break out. You can post it there. And then just a general Q and a, uh, so like if you got a question on how to do something on thinkorswim or, you know, how do you buy a stock on Robinhood, whatever you can post it there. And, uh, you or someone over there or us or someone over there will try and answer it for you. Um, so anyways, fun little thing. It was open for a while and then I ended up closing it down. Uh, it's back up. And this is where I'm going to be posting all of my opening and closing trades. And also, uh, I used to have a watch list that I was doing. And now I'm just going to post uh, to the new trade idea. And you can, it's a pretty cool forum. Uh, if you want to see what I post all the time and get a notification, then you can click on my, uh, what the heck is it called? Not my favorite con. Um, my profile, sorry. And uh, subscribe and you'll get a email um, whenever I post anything over there, or you can just subscribe to the whole thing and you'll get, you know, notifications every time someone posts, but that brings me to, uh, the tickers I want to look at. So over on the website, on the forum, I have posted, uh, in the new trade ideas, uh, ticker symbol F O X a, uh, it's been trading in this perfect. And I put an attachment, um, a screenshot on it as well. So you can pull that up. Uh, it's been trading this beautiful descending triangle, uh, acting like perfect, uh, support and resistance. And right now they're getting real close to the end of it. And actually I'm going to pull it up on my chart. Oh, come on. All right. So yeah, um, we got maybe if they keep on traveling inside of it, maybe two weeks max uh, before it's, you know, at the very end of it and has to move one way or the other. Uh, so waiting for a breakout either to the upside or downside of those trend levels, because I mean, yeah, if you go over to the website or just pull up Fox A's, uh, chart, you'll see how perfectly this thing's trading in this pattern. Um, man, I, I'd like to say it's going to be, it's going to break out. If it does, I think it's going to hit $41 real quick. Um, if it breaks down, then I think this thing's going all the way down to around 30, say 36 bucks. Um, so yeah, that's one ticker I was looking at. And again, you can go over to the website and, uh, check out the chart. Uh, I've got the trend lines drawn and everything. And another one is, uh, spy. So I got a trend line drawn, uh, on the lower level of spy. So I think this thing's probably going to come down and test around 420 again. Uh, found decent support there and that trend line, if they, you know, dump super hard, then, you know, 
it's going to hit 420 immediately. I think that's probably the case. And then we see some movement up. Um, another indicator I've been working on. It's not, I didn't do anything to it yet. So that's why I haven't posted it. I just took, um, so I like volume. I like seeing volume. I think it's a great way, uh, to actually validate moves and see, you know, where people are comfortable buying and selling. So there's this tool called the volume profile. You get it on, uh, pretty much all, uh, charting software, I believe. But for me, I don't like the, if you know what volume profile you can Google, if you don't know what it looks like, um, the big horizontal, um, graph on the side of the price action. So I'm taking that part of the code out and now you just have these levels. And, uh, if you know what the volume profile is, uh, it charts these plots where there's this big red, uh, well, on Thinkorswim anyways, it's red, uh, line that runs horizontally. And that shows you the price level that the majority of shares were traded at. So that's basically the mean. That's where everyone's like piling in at that price. And there's an upper and a lower, uh, vertical line or horizontal line that shows you, uh, and you can change it, but default is 70%. So, uh, if it's in between, uh, the upper and lower, then that's where 70% of all of the shares are traded. So anything that breaks above that is considered kind of an outlier. Um, and spy right now, if it hits that lower level or that trend line that I have drawn, actually, I'm going to take a snapshot of this and put it over on the website for you guys to look at as well. Uh, then it coincides perfectly with that lower, uh, value level of the, uh, volume uh, volume profile indicator. So I think it sells off to that point. And then, you know, we'll see if it, where people are comfortable, uh, actually buying in. So I don't know, like I'm still super bearish on the market. I think we got a long way to go. I, I don't see anything in the news telling me that, you know, this is a great time to buy, but at some point, uh, buyers are going to look at prices and be like, well, crap, man, this seems like a really good deal at this point and just start piling in. So, I don't know. I don't think we're there yet, uh, but you know, it's not going to keep on just going down. There's going to be some rallies at some point. So I think we for, uh, spy hits 420 and then starts making a move higher uh, from there until reality sets in and people just get out. So, uh, anyways, that's the podcast. If you guys uh, have any comments, want me to go over tickers or James to go over tickers, you can uh, hit, go over to the YouTube channel, leave a comment there, or you know, check out the new forum on the website wstrades.com and enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of the WS Trades Podcast. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe. Also head over to YouTube and search for WS Trades. You'll find us there as well. We've got trading updates as we make our trades over there and also educational videos so you can learn about different strategies within the stock market and options trading. And also please head over to wstrades.com. Thanks again.